What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. You know, with a little break in the action before the division series starts today, I want to kind of talk about some news that has been going around the league, but um, we haven't really had the chance to discuss it because we've been talking about playoff baseball. So just a couple things. Uh, first of which is that Francisco Cervelli announced his retirement yesterday. Uh, he, he announced his retirement, and is a guy who has been up in the big leagues for quite some time, um, basically since 2008, but his career has been derailed by injuries, mostly concussions, really. And he started with the Yankees and came with the Yankees from 2018 to 2014, but he only had more than 200 plate appearances in a season one time. So then he was traded in 2014 to the Pirates, and he got an opportunity as the Pirates' number one catcher, and he really made the most of that opportunity. In 2015, I'm sorry, 2015, Cervelli hit 295 with a 370 on base and a 401 slugging. So quick math right there, that's a 771 OPS. And that tallied up to a 117 weighted runs created plus. That was in 510 plate appearances. And he was also one of the league's best receiving catchers that year. So 2015 was a really good year for Francisco Cervelli. But, you know, a series of concussions is really what kept him from repeating that kind of workload in the following seasons. I mean, he generally continued to produce whenever, whenever he was healthy the rest of his five-year tenure in Pittsburgh, but a miserable 2019 eventually led to his release from Pittsburgh, and then he did catch on with the Braves for a playoff run last year, but obviously he didn't really play that much. And then this year, he signed a one-year deal with the Marlins, and he was actually put into the lineup once Jorge Alfaro went on the IL. And even at age 34, Cervelli hit pretty decent in 16 games. I mean, 245 to 355 on base, 453 slugging. But unfortunately, he had another concussion, which was at least the seventh of his career, which sent him back to the injured list in August. And then it was pretty clear he wouldn't factor into the Marlins playoff push. So, I mean, Miami already placed him on the 60-day injured list. So today's news isn't going to affect their roster status for the division series with the Braves starting tomorrow. Obviously, this isn't the way he wanted his career to end on the injured list, healing from a concussion. But, I mean, he's a guy that, that you know, he said that for the first time in a long time, his health and wellness needs to be, you know, you know put at the forefront. And um, that's what he's doing now. So, ultimately, he compiled a 13-year MLB career. Uh, and, yeah, so he was a bit better than league average hitter overall when you look at it. And um, his Fangraphs war is 18, you know, 18 Fangraphs war, a 14 baseball reference war. So best of luck to Francisco Cervelli in retirement. A really good player, went healthy, just unfortunately wasn't, you know, wasn't healthy that often. But still, I mean, not many people could say they played in the major league for 13 years. In other news, the Phillies GM, Matt Klintak, step down. I mean, you know that when they always say this, oh, they step down, they mutually agreed to part ways. You always kind of have to read between the lines a little bit there. And um to me it just sounds like the ownership told him that like, yeah, you're gone. They, they didn't fire him, but they're like, yeah, we're, we we need you to leave. So a soft fire. They fired him, but they but they did it in uh in generous terms, I guess. And they 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 help him save face in the media like this. Well, basically the Phillies haven't reached expectations. I mean, the Phillies owner said, while Matt made many significant contributions to the organization, we did not accomplish our goal of playing baseball in October. 
Consequently, we have mutually agreed to, to allow new leadership to head baseball operations. So to me, that, that really does sound like a firing. They fired him, but you know, it's, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, this is a Phillies team who has expected to be in the postseason each of the last two years. I mean, they brought in Gabe Kapler to manage the team. That didn't, that didn't work. They, they finished the season 80 and 82, even though it was a huge improvement. They didn't make the playoffs last year, but it was a 14-win improvement over the prior season. And it seemed like they were ready for a breakthrough. I mean, this season, I mean, was year two of Bryce Harper, obviously. You know, guys getting their feet wet, things like that. Kutch was back, who had, who had a strong season. Riamuto, Segura, all those guys were good. But they never really found answers to their bullpen. Their bullpen was absolutely atrocious. I mean, so the Phillies went 28-32 and 32 this year in this shortened season. And even with an expanded playoff field, they still missed the playoffs. And it was punctuated by a season-ending sweep at the hands of the Tampa Bay Rays. So right now, it's just this team is looking at a lack of productivity despite a lot of high-priced acquisitions. You know, you went out and signed Harper. You went out and signed Zach Wheeler to a five-year deal. You know, those are, those are high-priced acquisitions. You traded away J.P. Crawford and Sixto Sanchez for established everyday players like Gene Segura and J.T. Realmuto, who have been good, who have been good, don't get me wrong. But when you make moves like that, you, you need to make the playoffs. I mean, that's the whole point of making those moves. And they haven't made the playoffs, so obviously they're gonna make they're gonna make changes. They're gonna they're gonna fire the GM and bring in someone else. They're gonna fire the manager like they did last year, bring in someone else. So that's that's uh what's going on in Philadelphia. But change of changing of the guard at the GM there, see what, what can go on. But the Phillies need to get out of their rut and play some October baseball. That's what that that city needs. But yeah, those are the only two updates I have today. Obviously, we'll be back at it with some recaps tomorrow. So today we have two games. The first game is at 4.07 Eastern. That's Astros and Athletics. The second game is at 8.07 Eastern. That's Yankees and Rays. So you have some afternoon baseball. Um, yeah, in, in uh, well, I, I was going to say in Oakland, but it's not because we're playing at neutral sites now. You know, these guys are, are in like a kind of a bubble thing. They've been quarantining. So this is going to be at Dodger Stadium. Astros and A's are going to play at Dodger Stadium. And then you have the Rays and Yankees playing in San Diego at Petco Park. So that'll be fun. We'll see what what that's going to hold. It's going to be Lance McCullers Jr. versus Chris Bassett in the first game. And then it's going to be Garrett Cole versus Blake Snell in the second game. So we'll have that for you. Um, enjoy the games. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.